0: The Journey Hometown Journal. If the gospel is the good news, then it
1: needs to be good news to the poor.
2: Welcome to the Hometown Journal. I'm Mark Edwards. This week, we're going to update you on the work of Parkview Community Mission in Lynchburg. Our guest is their new executive director, Todd Blake. Todd, welcome to the program. Tell us a little bit about your background and how that led you to working with
1: Parkview. Thanks for having me, Mark. I spent about 20 years serving in local churches in North Carolina, and then, you know, most recently in Virginia in Madison Heights. And I spent 15 years as a senior pastor, and I was the pastor at Madison Heights Baptist Church for almost 11 years. What I found is that over those years that my theology became simpler and simpler along the way. So much of it, for me, became focused on things like the Sermon on the Mount, the the golden rule, what Jesus said about who's our neighbor, and how do we treat our neighbors? How do we minister to the least of these? And so as that happened, and and then again, feeling called to ministry and kind of exploring what that meant for me in this stage of my life, uh, the opportunity at Parkview made so much sense because it felt like the opportunity to be a part of all of that on a daily basis, to to put into practice every day, to help other people put into practice the things that I had been preaching for 15 years. And so for me, it was uh, an extension of that calling. It was a kind of a new chapter of of that calling to ministry uh, to do it in this way. And, um, you know, so for me, thinking about, you know, the, the first things that Jesus said in his first sermon, you know, announcing good news to the poor, you know, I really believe that if the gospel is the good news, then it needs to be good news to the poor. And so, you know, for us at Parkview, uh, being situated in Lynchburg, where the poverty rate is really high, and in particular this zip code, and, and right around where where Parkview exists, uh, having an even higher poverty rate than, than the rest of the city, we're right in the heart of it with the opportunity to to really serve people, uh, to serve our neighbors. And so, for me, it kind of grew out of that calling to ministry, and uh, ministry took on a, a, new, a new phase, a new picture, a new title.
2: Well, let's talk about that, some of the ways that Parkview currently and over the years has met some of those needs. So tell us, give us an overview of the work that Parkview does.
1: 25 years ago, the church that existed here and met here in our building, Parkview United Methodist Church, began a Wednesday night meal for the congregation and for the neighborhood. And so, what we now call Parkview Cafe has been going for 25 years, and that was really the the first visions of what became Parkview Community Mission. Along the way, as they as they the church had this meal, they added things like a you know a food pantry, knowing that people need to eat more than just you know dinner on Wednesday night, but the rest of the week as well. So they began a food pantry, things like that. And so, over the years, the church closed its doors as they congregation meeting in this space, but in closing gave birth to something new, Parkview Community Mission. And so now we have six programs, Parkview Cafe, it's been going for 25 years, Food for Families, a neighbor choice food pantry where people can select things they can actually use. They're not We're not sending things home with someone that aren't useful to them, uh, that they can't use. And then we also have Food for Thought, which are bags of food that go to Every school in, in Lynchburg City Schools, 35 locations around the city of Lynchburg. So it includes food pantries at are universities and colleges in Lynchburg. Because a lot of kids, you know, they may eat only breakfast and lunch when they get to one of our public schools. But then what do they do over the weekend uh, on Saturday and Sunday? And so we're sending out now over 600 bags uh, to schools each week. Those are our three programs that that center around food. Here we also have our community resource center. So let's say someone has an eviction notice; they have a notice that their uh, their lights are going to be cut off, their gas is going to be cut off, things like that. Uh, they need help finding housing. Um, they've just gotten out of out of prison or jail, and they need some resources to kind of to to reenter society. They would you know, reach out to our community resource center. We have a lot of resources there. If it's not something we can help with ourselves, we can direct them to. Other organizations in the community that might be able to help those needs. We have our the clothing connection. The clothing connection is a is a clothing closet, but it's a little bit more than that. We've kind of created it as a as a retail experience. Uh, there's a men's department, a, a women's department, children's department. There's some housewares. People donate those items, and people can come and shop and select what they can use and what they need, but then they just don't pay for it. Rather, you know, it's given to them for free. Uh, we also have our Life Skills Institute, uh, our educational program, as a part of Parkview Community Mission, where we want to we want to meet some immediate needs right now, but we also want to meet some more long-term needs that involve, you know, staying in their home, uh, managing finances, uh, getting a job, developing some job skills, things like that. And so we're really trying to reach out to meet needs of the whole person, to meet our neighbors where they are. And whatever ways that we can help them achieve their goals, we'll come alongside them and and walk through them with that.
2: You mentioned that the clothing center is set up as a shopping experience. That's also the case with the food center. People can come into Parkview and there's a little store in there where they can shop for the items that they need.
1: It it is. And now, and I will say that right now, and it's been this way throughout COVID, that has become uh, more like... Uh, almost like ClickList, if you go to Kroger, where you select the items you need and somebody goes through and grabs them for you. But hopefully one day we'll be getting back to that shopping experience in the building of going through the aisles and picking out the food items that a, that a person, that a family can actually use. And a lot of places call that client choice, a client choice pantry, and that's that's wonderful language. I'm glad there's choice in it. Uh, we're calling it neighbor choice because we believe that, that everybody that we come in contact with at Parkview whether they're coming to us because they have a need, if they're coming to volunteer, if they're participating in supporting Parkview in any way, that, that you are our neighbor. And if you're our neighbor, there's a, a shared responsibility in that relationship um, mm-hmm. that we, ha- we are mindful of, of who that person is, of their story, of their dignity, and in trying to acknowledge all of that in, in our relationship with them. We like the word neighbor around here. It's probably the word we use most often. Nobody's a a customer, a client, a, a problem to be solved. If you come and you're a part of Park Union anyway, you're our neighbor.
2: This morning on the Hometown Journal, our guest is Todd Blake, the new executive director of Parkview Community Mission in Lynchburg. And a little later in the program, we'll be talking about some of the volunteer opportunities that are available to you with Parkview. In the meantime, you can find out about the work that they're doing when you visit their website. That's parkviewcommunitymission.org. We'll be back with more in a minute.
0: In a world where we're all connected, sometimes we feel disconnected. But with the My Journey FM mobile app, you can experience hope and encouragement whenever, wherever. Isn't that cool? Engage with your favorite journey artists and music. See what song just played. Find out what concerts and hometown events are in your area. Get connected. Lately, I've been listening to it almost every day. I really needed the encouragement. The My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today in your app store. Now back to more of the
2: Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you, along with our guest, Todd Blake, the Executive Director of Parkview Community Mission in Lynchburg. Todd, as we look to the remaining days of December and then on into January and February, what are some of the community needs that Parkview is working to address during these colder months of the year?
1: Well, certainly with this time of year as the weather is changing, items that help a person get through the cold coats, winter accessories, uh, and we are getting a lot of coats in right now. We're also sending a lot of coats out with our neighbors. Along with that, gloves, warm hats, scarves, new underwear, socks, those kinds of things are incredibly helpful uh, in helping someone to stay warm, blankets, sleeping bags. You know, the, the reality is many of our neighbors are homeless and and we're working hard to to tackle that issue. In the meantime, some people are living on the streets, and particularly this time of year, that's incredibly difficult. And so uh, wanting them to stay warm and safe during that time is a challenge. And so any of those items are incredibly helpful. Uh, With our community resource center, You know, again, if somebody calls us and their power is going to be cut off or their gas is going to be disconnected, that's a real issue any time of the year, but particularly this time of year where that could be a cold home on cold nights – that's a danger for our neighbors and so we you know any time that someone can can contribute to our resources our fund to be able to help to to offset a bill those things like that you know so if someone wanted to give to our community resource center uh, and designate it for that any of those funds are going to go to things like that to keep somebody in their home to keep their you know to keep their heat on things like that
2: all of that work requires a staff and volunteers. So what does that look like right now? And then what are the needs uh, as you look to the next year for staffing and yes. volunteers?
1: We always need volunteers. We One of the great things we see, we get a lot of volunteers from our, from our schools, from our universities in Lynchburg, Lynchburg area. And uh, we have wonderful partnerships with our schools. One of the things that happens uh, in the holidays when students go home for their holiday breaks, And even in the summer as well, when they go home, many of those volunteers being college students aren't here for a couple of weeks around the holidays. And so if people want to volunteer during that time of year, that is incredibly helpful. We have a thousand or more volunteers that come through in a given year serving in one place or another at Parkview. Some of them come frequently once or twice a week. Some come periodically. But we could not do what we do without just this. Army of volunteers that help us carry out our mission in several, you know, all the different areas, all the different programs that Parkview has. We do have staff, we have, you know, directors in all of our programs, and and of course, the other, you know, kind of administrative staff that makes an organization like Parkview work. Parkview has grown so much over the past few years, and so our pool of volunteers has had to grow along with that. Our staff has, has grown along the way to help us carry out these six programs and, and the overarching mission of, of providing help, healing, and hope here uh, in our part of Lynchburg.
2: If someone's interested in becoming a volunteer with Parkview, uh, how do they find out more about that?
1: If someone goes to our website, which is www.parkviewcommunitymission.org, Along the top, there is a tab for volunteers, and so a person could click on that tab, and it will take them to a page where they could look at our different programs and see the different available times and days to volunteer in a particular program. And volunteering could be things like helping on a food distribution day, a Thursday or a Saturday when neighbors are coming for our neighbor choice pantry. Uh, it could be going to Food for Thought on one of our packing days to pack the bags that go to the schools, things like that, to to work in to serve at the clothing connection of sorting clothes, putting clothes on the rack, helping neighbors as they shop, things like that. So they'll find all of those opportunities on our webpage under that tab to, to volunteer.
2: And we've talked about individuals volunteering. What opportunities are there for other ministries, organizations, or maybe businesses that would like to partner with Parkview as well?
1: That happens a lot. In fact, my previous congregation, where I served, Madison Heights Baptist Church, just a couple of weeks ago, the youth group, kids that I've I've watched grow up, were here serving on a food distribution day. It was a very busy day. They worked very hard, uh, helping us to serve all of our neighbors and going through and and getting the items that they needed. And so, you know, groups can call and, and talk to us about those opportunities. We can take large groups. To come and volunteer, whether it's a church group or whether it's a, a business. We've had that question. We've had groups from uh, from other organizations, from other businesses come and, and serve with us as a group. I think that's an incredible kind of team-building experience to do this kind of thing together. I think, I think groups of people benefit from investing in things larger than themselves. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're a business, whether you're a church youth group, or whatever it may be, I think there is is something really special about taking on these kinds of tasks together, of of serving together. I, I think what happens in those experiences is wonderful and really really bonds a group on those kinds of shared experiences.
2: So there are plenty of opportunities for individuals, families, church groups, organizations, businesses, to be involved with Parkview Community Mission and help meet the needs of our community. If you would like to find out more about how you can help, visit their website, parkviewcommunitymission.org. We'll be back with our final segment of the Hometown Journal in a minute.
0: In a world where we're all connected, sometimes we feel disconnected. But with the My Journey FM mobile app, You can experience hope and encouragement whenever, wherever. Isn't that cool? Engage with your favorite Journey artists and music. See what song just played. Find out what concerts and hometown events are in your area. Get connected. Lately, I've been listening to it almost every day. I really needed the encouragement. The My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today in your app store. Now back to
2: more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you as we continue our program highlighting the work of Parkview Community Mission in Lynchburg and their efforts to meet needs, in our community. Our guest is the Executive Director of Parkview, Todd Blake. Todd, as we look to 2022, what are some things planned for Parkview in the new year?
1: It's a good question. We really want to ramp up what's happening at our Life Skills Institute, those educational opportunities for our neighbors. We have several things going on there now, but we want to continue to grow that, provide more ways to, to help our neighbors, whatever their their needs might be. Whether it's classes of how to cook for their family, more opportunities to provide not only kind of the soft skills of, of career skills, uh, of how to be a good employee, how to show up on time, those things like that, but also to provide some kind of hands-on skills that they could transfer to to some employer here in the Lynchburg area, and it could mean meaningful employment for them. So we really want to ramp up that, um, and, and we continue to kind of brainstorm and dream about all the sorts of classes that that could be, and so we really want to grow there. We have partners who are are talking with us about donated sporting equipment. So a kid wants to to try a new sport. Sometimes I I coach soccer. I I have have children that play soccer. You know, sometimes with a sport, there are barriers. And sometimes it's the cost of equipment to Mm -hmm. try a new sport. And so we're trying to, you know, we have partners and friends in the community that are trying to remove those barriers. And so we're excited about that. Uh, We're talking to other nonprofits in our community about how we can work together to tackle homelessness uh, in particular in the short term, to tackle things like where does someone sleep if it you know drops below freezing on a night, so those are the things that are on our our horizon on our minds, and, and we think about the, the needs of our neighbors and how we can serve them
2: and Todd, all of that speaks to the fact that In the community, the resources are there, whether that's churches, whether that's businesses, whether that's individuals all coming together to help meet these needs and to help people improve their situation in life.
1: Absolutely. I I think if we think about, you know, you take just Lynchburg, for example, and I don't know the numbers exactly, but how many churches exist in Lynchburg? There's a lot of them. If we all decided to, to tackle an issue, whether it be homelessness or hunger, something like that, you know, if we if we really did that out of a out of a commitment to loving our neighbor, which I think we can all agree is is part of our theology, and, and I mean things like like the the golden rule, Jesus, you know, gave us the golden rule in, in Matthew seven during the Sermon on the Mount, and and almost every religion, you know, around the world agrees in some form of, of the golden rule. Uh, if, if we decided that we were really going to tackle an issue as as the church uh, and as people of goodwill, what could stop us? I mean really, I, I think we could tackle the big issues that we see our, our neighbors experiencing. And so I believe the resources are there. I, I believe it's just a matter of us. Uh, finding ways to to work together. You know what's exciting about Parkview. One of the things I love about Parkview is that you know I'm I'm sitting at my desk right now as we're talking. I'm looking across my my office to the other wall, and there's a there's a a whiteboard, a dry erase board, and and on one side it lists uh, corporate partners. On the other side it lists churches and other religious organizations that are regular supporters. And under the businesses, I see businesses like in other parts of of life, be competitors, um, but they have decided that they agree on Parkview and, and Parkview's mission. We have partners from from Liberty University. We have partners from University of Lynchburg and Randolph College. I mean, just think about um, University of Lynchburg and Randolph College; those are conference rivals uh, in sports, but yet they agree on Parkview and Parkview's mission. I, I look at the list of churches and. And religious organizations. There are churches on there that they might have big disagreements on some theological issues. There are different denominations represented. I came from a Baptist background. I was a Baptist minister for years, and, and that's a very broad term, and Baptists disagree on a lot of things. But if I look at the list of churches here, they've decided they agree on Parkview and this mission of of taking care of our neighbors. I believe if we if we look at it that way that that Jesus has called us to serve our neighbors that 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 Jesus has invited us to see him and the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the imprisoned, and the sick, then if we decided to work together on those issues, there was not there's nothing that could could stop us again, there are lots of ways to to be a part of Parkview to volunteer. We've talked about how people can sign up to volunteer and 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 frankly. To carry out the six programs that we have, it, it takes a lot of resources. And so uh, people's financial donations are incredibly helpful. We have a lot of individuals and, and churches and corporate and community sponsors that are regular donors and givers to Parkview. And so as simple as if someone wanted to to sign up to be a monthly donor of 10 or $20 – you know, ten or twenty dollars means a family eats this month. It means a kid gets a bag of food over the weekend uh, to take home with them from school. And so, what sounds like it might be a, a small amount, uh, God multiplies and, and does big things with. I believe through Parkview, I, I want people to realize that they don't have to give thousands and thousands of dollars to have an impact on their community. It could be ten or twenty dollars a month, and they'd be taking care of their neighbors in one way or another.
2: Well, hopefully today's program has given you a better picture of the work that Parkview is doing and their commitment to meeting needs in the Lynchburg community. I'm Mark Edwards. My thanks to our guest, Todd Blake, the executive director of Parkview Community Mission. Again, their website is parkviewcommunitymission.org. And we thank you for joining us for The Hometown Journal.
0: You've been listening to The Journey Hometown Journal. If you're a part of an organization or know of one in the communities we serve and would like to be considered as a guest, please make your request at myjourneyfm.com, email office at myjourneyfm.com, or call 800-424-9594. The Hometown Journal is a presentation of The Journey.